The work of this church in the world is realized through the generous financial support of all who call this place home. Along with the gifts and time and talent, ours is a shared ministry. You have a role to play here. Church membership is open to all. For more information, go to uusf.org. Thank you. 
Good morning and welcome, everyone. To those here in this space and online, I am Laura Shenham. I'm the Minister of Congregational Life here, and I'm joined on the chancel this morning by our worship associate, Dennis Adams. We are grateful for our musicians today, Haruka Oda and Yuki Oda. Thank you so much for playing. As well as Akeen, Akeen? How do I say that? Akane Ota for her beautiful voice this morning, and our director of music, Mark Sumner. We hope all of you here or on live stream have an order of service so you can follow along in our worship. We are grateful for our tech team led by our director of uh, communication, Jonathan Silk, and our uh, ushers led by Linda Mesner, and our beautiful flower team that created these flowers this morning. Thank you so much to all who pulled together this service in the morning. I want to pause for a moment to honor the tradition in this congregation to extinguish a candle when the death of a member happens. I'm sad to report Kathy Lyon died early on Monday, December 18th. Let us hold her family and those who cared for her in our hearts and prayers. Today's service is an interactive Christmas pageant. This means everyone gets to participate. Everyone, okay? We will be joined by all kinds of characters and animals and you, the congregation, will have parts as well. And I hope you find joy in joining us this morning. Again, welcome. We light our chalice, a symbol of Unitarian Universalism, calling into this space all of us who are part of this community, near or far, wherever the hour finds you, know you are with us, too. Tuesday is also the first day of Kwanzaa, and we start to light our chalice in honor of those who celebrate this holiday, as well as wish them Habari Ghani, a very blessed Kwanzaa. For those of you at home, feel free to light your own candle or chalice if you have one. Please say with me the words of our chalice lighting printed in your order of service. We light this chalice for the light of truth, the warmth of love, and the fire of commitment. We light this symbol of our faith as we gather together. And now is Liz Strand coming up? Is that right? I, I can read it from here. Um, brief invitations. If this is your first time joining us in person or watching, thanks for joining us. If you would like to receive a copy of our weekly email newsletter, which includes a link to the order of service and Sunday 
live stream, you can fill out one of our correct connections forms. These forms are on the welcome table outside the sanctuary or in a pew in front of you, and also available through a link in the order of service or video description of today's service. The order of service lists upcoming events and links to opportunities to connect. Please engage in any or all that are of interest to you. Well, I was going to call your attention especially to something, but I it says at this point we would fill that in, so. <laughs> but there will be a special offering today for Up on Top when we get to that portion of our program. Um, I believe that's all I wanted to call your attention to. Now it's the time for everybody to greet one another. All right, let's come back together. We begin our story today in the little town of Bethlehem. And that means we're going to need some villagers. And that means you, all of you. The entire congregation is going to be the people of Bethlehem. So every time you hear Bree say, It's so bright. You'll say, What's up with that? All right, so let's try it. So Bree might say something like, I've never seen a star like that. It's so bright. All right, excellent. So one evening in Bethlehem, two villagers were coming home for work. They were sore and tired from working in the fields all day, but they stopped in the middle of the street and looked up in the sky. You know, I'm getting kind of annoyed with this whole star thing. I mean, where did it come from anyway? I know what you mean, and I can't get away from it. 
It keeps me awake at night because it's so bright. Good question. What is up with that? What's up with a star that just appears out of nowhere? Perhaps it's a sign, an omen of some kind. Perhaps something very, very good or very, very bad is going to happen because, you know, it's so bright. Yeah, I'm not really into the whole omen thing. I'm more, you know, science-based. <laughs> sure, but the evidence suggests that such a star is likely to bring many things to our little village. People will come here to gaze upon it, to learn about it, because you can't ignore the fact that it's so bright. Good question. I have a feeling we'll find out. This is a story still unfolding. Indeed it is. Good job, everybody. Please rise and body your spirit to join in singing our hymn, number 246, O Little Town of Bethlehem. Time for our unison covenant and doxology that's sung. Now, if you will, please join me in saying together our covenant 
and sing our doxology. The words of the covenant are printed in your order of service. Love is the spirit of this church and service is its prayer. This is our great covenant to dwell together in peace, to seek the truth and freedom and to help one another. So while people in Bethlehem were perusing the sky and wondering, what's up with that? There were two people who had just arrived in town, Joseph and Mary. They had to go to Bethlehem because of a nasty new tax law, even though Mary was very, very close to having her baby. And they had to travel almost 100 miles with the help of a friendly donkey. But in Bethlehem, they found that all the inns and hotels and Airbnbs were full or cost too much. Finally, one innkeeper told them they could stay in the stables with the animals. Would the following animals please come up? And in that stable there were a sheep named Dr. Bob Todd, a platypus named Perry, and a chicken named Chickpea. We need to know what noises these animals make in our story. So Dr. Bob Todd, what is your sheep noise? <laughs> That's very good. And Perry, what is your platypus noise? Quack, quack. <laughs> And chickpea, what is your chicken noise? Everyone in the congregation, I would like you to pick the animal noise you would like to make. Because although we will be, under, be able to understand the animals as they speak, Mary and Joseph can't understand them. This means that every time I say, but all Mary and Joseph heard was, you'll make your animal noise. Let's practice. So I'll say something like, the animals just kept talking and talking to each other, but all Mary and Joseph heard was... <laughs> so a sheep, platypus, and a chicken were hanging out in the stable one night when all of a sudden the door opens and a man and a pregnant woman and their donkey come inside and start making themselves at home. 
Who let them in here? They don't belong in a stable. Quack, quack. Yeah, they should be with the, in the inn with the other human types. They're roughly my feathers. But all Mary and Joseph heard was... Quack, quack. You'd think they'd just stay home at a time like this. Yeah, or plan ahead a little, so they had a place waiting for them. Or at least picked up some sticks to build something. <laughs> but all Mary and Joseph heard was... <laughs> Finally, the tired old donkey lifted his head. He looked at the sheep, the platypus, and the chicken, and he said, why don't you try it? You try riding 90 miles on the back of an old swayback donkey like me when you're so pregnant you can't even see your feet. You try being an expectant dad worried about the woman you love and the child she carries. You try being me, watching every step I take so I don't jostle this woman who's just trying to get here safely. You try it. And the animals felt very, very bad. And they cried out. I'm sorry, I'll offer them some milk. I'm sorry, I'll lay them an egg. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'll build them a nest. But all Mary and Joseph heard was... <laughs> nice job, everybody. You can all head back to your seats now, and uh, we'll listen to our musicians again. Very good job.
For the next scene, we have a very important role for you all. In fact, we need everyone for this one to be baby Jesus. So get a little holy, get a little divine spark. Now the first sound most babies make is to cry, but not this baby. Nope, this baby looks around and he sees his mom and dad for the first time. Then he looks over their heads and he sees a sheep with big brown eyes, a donkey with big tall ears, and sitting between the donkey's ears is a platypus and a chicken. So the first sound out of baby Jesus isn't a cry, it's a big laugh. So every time you hear the innkeeper say, what's that noise, you're going to laugh. So let's practice. Gee, I was just sleeping nice and quiet and suddenly I heard something. What was that noise? <laughs> Wonderful. Good job. Let's invite our innkeeper up. So what's going on? The innkeeper who told Mary and Joseph they'd had to sleep in the barn is tossing and turning in her bed. I don't know what it is, but I just can't sleep tonight. For one thing, those animals are making a heck of a lot of noise. But just when I finally got to sleep, I thought I heard something. Now, what was that noise? There it is again. So the innkeeper woke up her partner, who could sleep through just about anything, and asked, Did you hear something? I'm sure I heard something. What was that noise? But the innkeeper's partner just rolled over and went back to sleep. So the innkeeper went outside to see what they could find, but the streets were empty and silent. Still, she knew there was something out there, and they wondered out loud, What was that noise? <laughs> there it is again. It sounds like it's coming from the stables. I'll go check it out. So the innkeeper went across the courtyard and through the stable door, and there were Mary and Joseph, who had been kicked out of the inn in that afternoon. And the innkeeper said to them, I'm sorry I made you sleep in the stable, and I'm sorry that I'm barging in on you like this, but I just have to know, what was that noise? <laughs> oh my gosh, it's, it's your baby? And the innkeeper realized that it was the newborn baby who had been laughing all along, and suddenly the innkeeper was full of love for this vulnerable little child and full of hope too. And, innkeep and the innkeeper said to Joseph and Mary, I'm going to go and tell everyone that you have the most wonderful baby with the most wonderful laugh there ever was. And the innkeeper ran out into the streets of Bethlehem to tell everyone the good news. In the spirit of gifts that spill out to bless the world, our offering this morning will be taken. The offering this Christmas Eve will benefit Up on Top, a nonprofit that serves the children in the Tenderloin with after-school programs, summer camps, and a host of programs that support. The program was started by members of this congregation. Members still serve on the board, and the offices of Up on Top are still housed in our center. Up on Top is the largest K through fifth grade after-school program in the Tenderloin, and they have an average 70 children attending their program daily. You can read more about Up on Top in our order of worship. If you are writing a check or giving online, please make your gift out special offering with today's date. 
this Christmas Eve offering will now be given and gratefully received.
So now we're out in the fields with the shepherds, and they're in for a big surprise because there is a whole host of angels heading their way. So we're going to need a whole bunch of angelic children to come up here and play the angels. Who would like to be an angel today? <laughs> and remember, there's no age limit on children. I know quite a few of you that are still childlike. Come on up. If you want, we have halos and wings over here as well. Anyone else want to be an angel? We've got halos and wings. Come on up. Now, sometimes angels talk to us and we don't even know it. If we're lucky, we might hear something like, Oh. So every time you hear me say, then the angels said, you're all going to sing, oh, let's practice. I'll say something like, the shepherds didn't know what to do, so they said to the angels, hey, what should we do? And the angels said, excellent. And for this scene, we need to invite the shepherds up. There are three shepherds out watching their sheep. Two of them are fast asleep, but one is staring up at that bright star in the sky. Then the shepherd who's awake starts to notice that there are some new stars shining alongside the bright star. Then there are lots of new stars. Then the stars start getting bigger and bigger, and the shepherd realizes that they aren't stars at all, but angels flying toward them, getting closer and closer. And the shepherd wakes up the other two shepherds and points up to the sky, and all three of them fall to their knees as they look up at a whole host of angels hovering in the air. And the angels said, oh. What did they say? I don't know. I couldn't understand a word. They said, we have to go to Bethlehem. You speak angel? <laughs> Why didn't you tell us? It's just something I picked up. And the angels said, oh. Well, what did they say this time? What's the deal? Well, loosely translated, something like, do not be afraid, for see, I am bringing you good news of great joy for all the people. To you was born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign for you. You will find a child wrapped in bands of cloth and lying in a manger. <laughs> they said all that. <laughs> Definitely loosely translated language. Well, there's more. And the angels said, no. Well, now what? They said, glory to God in the highest heaven and on earth, peace, goodwill among people. Come on, let's go to Bethlehem and see what it's all about. 
So they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the child lying in the manger. And the angels smiled down upon them and said, Good job, everybody. Now let's join in singing hymn number 231, Angels We Have Heard on High. Okay, it's now to do our manger scene with everybody coming up, including Bree, can you grab the baby Jesus? It's behind you in the second in the two pews behind you. That's where we, we have him tonight. So all the children, all the angels, all the animals, come on up. Okay, you all remember your cues as well? So some of the townspeople will say, it's so bright, and you'll say, 
And the animals inside the stable were talking a mile a minute, and the new baby and its beautiful laugh, but all Mary and Joseph heard was? And the shepherds were there too, and a whole host of angels hovering above them, and the angels said? And the newborn babe looked up at the people, and the animals and angels all gathered together on that cold night, and he made a quiet little sound. And the innkeeper leaned forward, and even though she knew the answer, she whispered with a heart full of love, what noise was that? Okay, let's try that all again. All right, now you know your cues. So some of the townspeople looked up at the star and said again, it's so bright. And the animals inside the stable were talking a mile a minute about the new baby and its beautiful lap, but all Mary and Joseph heard was? And the shepherds were there too, and a whole host of angels hovering above them, and the angels said? And the newborn babe looked up at the people and the animals and angels all gathered together on that cold night. And he made a quiet little sound and the innkeeper leaned forward. And with, even though she knew the answer, she whispered with a heart full of love, what was that noise? <laughs> Amen. What a happy ending. Please rise as you are able to sing Joy to the World. again so much to our participants. Let's give them a round of applause. As well to our beautiful musicians today. Thank you so much for your music and your voices. As well as all of you. So may the joy and the love generated here in this service this morning go with you throughout the rest of your day.